Welcome to the Garage Guys Report, motorsports news for you. to the Garage Guys Report. I'm your host, Chase Holden. That was loud. Might have been a little loud. Maybe a little excessive. Who cares? We just wrapped up the greatest weekend in motorsports, which was actually the greatest extended weekend in motorsports in the month of May with Formula One's Monaco GP, IndyCar's Indy 500, and NASCAR's Coca-Cola 600, or the Coke 6, as we've been calling it. We got a lot to unpack from these races. There's news that has been just going all around the World Wide Web. Okay, big World Wide Web guy, me. And I want to share that news with you. Some of the news you may have seen, some of the news you may not have seen. But either way, you're going to get my take on it. And not only that, but once we get done with the news stories that I've gathered for you guys this week, we're going to hear from you on the Garage Guys Report hotline. If you need that number, I got it up here on the board, but I'll just tell it to you right now anyway. Every week, I want you to call in and tell me your thoughts on the race or races that we had over the weekend. That number to call is 919-769-4477, the 4477 representing GGRP for Garage Guys Report. So again, that number, 919-769-4477. 4477. You just call that in. I usually give everyone till about 10 p.m. Eastern time after all the races are complete. Okay, about three, four hours after the races are complete to get those voicemails in. So we're going to hear we got a good bit of voicemails for this week's show. And I got one more little sweetener for you to throw in. So some of you guys know where to get the Garage Guys merch at right now. If you don't, I want you to check out the Daily Downforce. Go to dailydownforce.com. It is one of the newest and hottest places to get NASCAR news every day of the week. You can also get Garage Guys merch there. And if you don't want to go buy it just yet, if you want to take a little shot, you know, I'm a big, big auto racing gambler myself. I like to take shots. I want to give y'all a little shot on something. I have right here one of the Garage Guys t-shirts that you can buy off of DailyDownForce.com shop. But I'm going to do a giveaway. That's right. So if you want to win this Garage Guys t-shirt right here, if you want to bring this home and you're watching the report, it's a great day for you. All you have to do to win this t-shirt is go into the comments here on YouTube, and I want you to tell me what your favorite race of the weekend was using the hashtag, okay? So it would be hashtag MonacoGP if the Formula One race was your favorite. I slept through that one, so I, I don't really know how great it was. Uh, if it was the Indy 500, which I did not sleep through, use hashtag Indy 500, and if it was the Coca-Cola 600, just use hashtag Coke 600, and then tell me who your favorite driver is. It can be a driver from any of the three major series. I'm going to pick a winner on next week's show, so make sure that you tune in to watch, make sure, and see 
if you did leave a comment on this video, you might win. Again, you can get them right now. DailyDownForce.com. Go to the shop. You can get these hats, these shirts, everything Garage Guys. If, if you don't see something there that you want with the Garage Guys logo on it, just hit me up. Hit me up in the email. GarageGuysReport at gmail.com. Hit me up in the Discord. There's all kinds of places where you can reach me, okay? I'm on social media at GarageGuyChase. It's not hard to find. But we got a lot of news to get into and I want to go ahead and start, and we're going to do this in order this week, starting from the first race of the weekend to the last race of the weekend, covering the three major series. So let's get started with a little Formula uh, news. Formula One kicked off the greatest weekend in motorsports in 2023 with their crown jewel event, the Monaco GP, where we have now seen Max Verstappen win it twice. It's really no surprise that Max ran away with this one because he usually runs away with all of them, which is why I personally choose to make F1 my official nap time, if I even wake up early enough for it, that is. But let's be, you know, a little unbiased here. There is some pretty good action for race bettors out there, and that comes in the form of qualifying. On Saturday, Max Verstappen took the pole by just 0.084 seconds over Fernando Alonso. But the big story was who gave him the pole award afterwards. According to an article by Marca.com, Maria Sharapova, the former Wimbledon champion and sexiest tennis player alive, handed Max this trophy, braless. That's right, full European, didn't care. That's pretty normal. When you're overseas, you know, in Europe. That's why they do that. But I really couldn't tell by the photo that she was brawless until they told me here. And all I can say is that it probably wasn't the only pole award passed around that day wherever Maria walked by. Tons of celebrities show up to any F1 event across the world at all times, but this is a big one. There were a lot of different celebrities that showed up for this race, and I'm not going to name them all, but I will name one, Orlando Bloom. There was an interview on the grid walk before the race with Orlando Bloom, and he was promoting his new movie, Gran Turismo, and it seemed like he was a little hopped up to be there. Hello, Martin. Sky F1, How you might have you? seen me uh, on Crime Darren Watch Cox or something as well. Darren Cox told me to speak to you. Darren Cox told me to speak to you. All right, good Darren stuff. came up with this idea of putting um, uh, basically PlayStation kids into cars, out, off their couches, into cars, onto tracks, right? It's a crazy idea. Madcap kind of part of it. Great so stuff. Good luck with that. That's, Mate, the, that's the advert yeah. out of the way. But good, good, good. Right, we're resting up Sorry, against... Get that in there. We're resting up against the front this tire... The sickest cars in the world. Max yeah, Verstappen's pole was... Right. Pole. I think it's safe to say that Orlando was gassed up for that interview. And it got me wondering, where would someone like him get his Coke from? Hey, I'm not saying that Max just be out here trapping, but it sure looked like there was something more than just a cooling system around his vest. Moving on to a race that didn't put me to sleep, the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 went down, and boy, it went down. Joseph Newgarden claimed his first Indy 500 of his entire career, one of the best oval racers in the game in IndyCar, finally got it done. 
And I just have to give a little shout-out to myself for betting on him this weekend when no one else wanted to. So here's me celebrating that, and I'm going to put you through it because I can. Fight! 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 My laptop literally had keys sticking for an entire day. I had to sit here and beat the shit out of it. And, and hey, I'm not complaining, though. That was my own doing. I was just very happy because it was one of the biggest bets I've ever hit in my entire life and one of the only bets I've ever hit where I only bet on one guy to win the race. So I'm super excited about that. So big congrats to Joseph Newgarden, Team Penske. Love to see it. There was a couple other things that happened at the Indy 500 that I feel that are a little newsworthy. Like the National Anthem by Jewel. This is what happens when 90s pop stars watch too much Yellowstone in their spare time. Everybody is on this acoustic guitar cowboy hat bullshit. I don't understand it. And Jewel, why? For what? You were, you were the pinnacle of roller coaster vocals when I was a child. Everyone remembers, who will save your soul? And if you don't remember, I'm sorry, but that was on every radio station ever. You hate to see someone like Jewel get shit on. Just go back to wearing fucking low-rise jeans and having long, straight hair that was just simmered to death by a flattening iron. We all loved you that way, Jewel. Change. Please. I want to save your soul, Jewel. There were a few incidents in the Indy 500, and one of the biggest ones was with Kyle Kirkwood. Oh no, Kirkwood! Ooh, Kirkwood upside down! Guys, this will be a red flag almost certainly. Huge impact. You would think the flip itself would be the big story, but the real story here was that one of the tires flew off of Kyle Kirkwood's car. And for a while, a lot of us thought it went into the stands. Fortunately, it didn't and barely missed, but it did smoke the shit out of a Chevy Cruze. After taking some time to look around, people quickly found out that the car was owned by Robin Matthews, who is an Indiana resident and longtime Indy 500 race attendee. Here's what she had to say about the incident. We saw the tire go over because I was in turn two, and they said the tire went over, and somebody said that it hit one of the golf carts. Well, I was parked by the golf cart, and I looked, and I saw the back of my car, and I'm like, okay, I didn't think of anything. And then somebody from another suite's like, Robin, it was your car. And I'm like, shut up. It's really just good to know that nobody was hurt with this tire because it could have been way worse. But you would have expected a little bit more sadness out of somebody that named their car after something that a child would name a pet gerbil. Just thankful that nobody got hurt, you know. And um, my car's name is Snowball. If I was her, I would just tell them to put the car in the museum to last forever so that she can go there 
and possibly talk to it and pet it from time to time. We all know those people that are weird with their cars. Remember that one show about strange obsessions? My name is Nathaniel. I'm 27 years old. And I'm in a serious relationship with my car. <laughs> those people are real. Hopefully Robin's not one of them, though. After a long-ass rain delay, we finally got the Coca-Cola 600, NASCAR's crown jewel event at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Ryan fucking Blaney, young Ryan Blaney, snapped a 59 winless streak at the Coke 600 and finally got him a NASCAR crown jewel win. Shout out to young Ryan Blaney. Man, he needed that. Let's be honest. I didn't bet on Ryan Blaney to win this race. I did have some top 10s cash. I finished in the green. I'm not upset, especially after the Indy 5. But this is awesome to see for Ryan Blaney because I did not expect the Fords to be good at all on this track. So a huge weekend for Team Penske in both IndyCar and NASCAR. And they both had the same celebration, which I thought was pretty dope. But there is other things to talk about in this race. NASCAR Twitter exploded before the race when everyone noticed Martin Truex Jr. were standing by a random mystery woman on the grid. Everyone was scrambling to figure out who this woman was, and even myself couldn't figure out who this is standing by Martin. After breaking up with his longtime girlfriend Sherry Pollux earlier in the year, we would have expected to see Martin be a bachelor a little bit longer. And personally, I'm a little upset that we're never going to get a true NASCAR bachelor. Before the Coke 600 started, NASCAR Twitter erupted after seeing Martin Truex Jr. standing by a random mystery woman that no one seems to know who is. I myself took some time to look into this to try to figure out if I could get a name. A social media account something but nothing nothing turned up we're all in the same boat on this one honestly I'm just a little sad because we'll never get the opportunity to see a NASCAR driver be on the bachelor for a full season dang moving to the biggest story of the race Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott are back at it again after Chase Elliott got pushed up into the wall by Denny and then came down and seemed to have right rear hooked Denny Hamlin, causing a giant wreck and ending Hamlin's day as well as Chase's day himself. Denny put out a tweet afterwards showing data where it was impossible for the car to just randomly do that on its own, and also called for Chase Elliott's suspension, and Chase Elliott denied everything that most people saw on television. But until we know for sure that it was real, there's not much else that I really want to say about it. We'll wait for the word of the law. I know what I saw on TV, and that's about it. But there is somebody that has a very interesting take on this entire situation. And that man is the Garage Guys Report official analysis or Kip Richards. Hello, I am Kip Richards, official Garage Guys report analysis and former driver of the number 100 Purple Pontiac for Team Pangas representing the Team Pangas name. Today we will be breaking down the incident involving Chase Elliott and Denny Hammond in the Coca-Cola 
600. As you can see here, Chase Elliott was pinned against a wall by Denny Hamlin, coming up on him, trying to create claustrophobia in NASCAR's golden book. Then we see Chase Elliott come down off of the wall after hitting it and right rear hook Denny Hamlin. Chase Elliott has claimed that he did no such thing. Denny Hamlin says he should be suspended. Some may say that Chase Elliott is just a little upset at the success Denny Hamlin has had at Dirty Mo Media with his new podcast, Axis Detrimental. Others may say Denny Hamlin is mad that Chase is back in the sport and wants to be the new true star of NASCAR. But I, for one, fear that a deeper twist lies ahead. I noticed that something was a little bit fishy after watching this interview here with Chase Elliott. A legacy NASCAR driver would not stutter in an interview, being that he would go through serious hours of media training through his lifetime. After several hours of breaking down the data, I have firmly concluded that Chase Elliott was not at fault in this incident. It was actually the notorious Ross Chastain. How could Ross Chastain have done this when we clearly saw Chase Elliott's car run into Denny Hamlin? What if Ross Chastain tied up Chase Elliott and held him hostage so that he could impersonate him? to drive the number nine car and get the retaliation on Hamlin that he has been waiting for. With the connections that Justin Mark has in the celebrity world, such as Kid Rock and Pitbull, it would be no surprise at all that they could call expert makeup artists to make Ross Chastain look like Chase Elliott, similar to the 1997 action sci-fi thriller Face Off with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. In this film, Nicholas Cage plays a terrorist by the name of Caster Troy, which would be our Ross Chastain in this situation. Sean Archer plays the FBI agent, which would be our Chase Elliott here in this situation. To further my claim, Ross Chastain could have easily had any person drive his car because we all know that he has placed a top 12 at similar tracks this year. And in today's race, very mediocrely, place of P-22. It all sounded a little crazy until I called in my good friend who has an x-ray machine to look through the lenses of Chase Elliott's glasses in this interview. Here is the official x-ray vision photo of Chase Elliott after his incident. As you can see, these are not the eyes of Chase Elliott, but they are very well indeed the eyes of Ross Chastain. So before you are quick to judge, make sure that you understand that if you have future technologies like that in the movie of Face Off, you can get away with just about anything. Thank you for that very interesting breakdown, Kip. Let's move on to voicemails. All right, we got 11 voicemails to go through here from uh, some returning callers and some new callers. Again, if you want to call and ask questions, leave your opinions, the number to call, 919-769-4477. Call it every week after the races. You have up to three hours after the race to get your calls in. And you can call all throughout the weekend. Uh, we had some callers uh, that I did recognize, some that I didn't. But I 
am super excited to get into these. I only listened to the first little bits so I could get the name and where they're calling from. The rest, I have no idea what is going to happen. So this is truly going to be the first time I'm hearing and you are hearing. So let's go ahead and start with uh, one of our guys in the Discord, Matt Dumpster. Uh, hey, Garage Guys. Hey, it is uh, Matt Dump, Dumpster again. Uh, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. It's the morning of the Coke 6 and the Indy 5. The, it's the greatest day in motorsports. But um, I just woke up from a dream, and I've had some pretty cool dreams lately. But this one, I think, kind of takes the cake. But this this is a report from, from Dreamland. Uh, Casey Kane will be back in NASCAR, uh, according to my dream. He was driving the Budweiser car again. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. I don't know if they would do that part-time, but he was driving the Budweiser car, and on top of that, they combined elements of the next-gen car, so this current car, with the car tomorrow. So I don't know what that means, but look, man, gotta mean something like i don't have these dreams for nothing like a lot of my dreams usually come true too so um you can play this one this would be kind of cool but if you don't it's okay but my report for my dream is that casey kane will come back and then the car tomorrow will come back too so uh oh yeah and he was in a dodge so dodge is coming back too and everham so It'd be cool if all these things happened, but, you know, only time will tell, and guess we'll see. So, uh, anyway, looking forward to a great day in motorsports, and, uh, you know, I'll probably call back again for the third time. All right, man. See ya. So, our first official dream report from Matt Dumpster on the Garage Guys report. Thanks for calling, Matt. That's a, that's a hell of a dream you had there. We're combining the next-gen car with the car of tomorrow. And Casey Kane is coming back to race for Evernham with this new car in the future. Um, maybe he just got the hots for Casey Kane. He did. He did kind of say that he's open to coming back, but I mean, you know, moms all over the world back in the day were all about that Casey Kane. You know, I, I don't know if you were a Casey Kane fan or not, Matt, but you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame you. I mean, he's a sexy man. You know. Sometimes you used to be dreaming about Casey Kane, dude. I appreciate your call, Matt. Next up, we have Brady from Mississippi. Hey, Chase. This is Brady from Mississippi. Um, yeah, the, pretty enjoyed the uh, Coke 6, man. Um, but holy shit, that race pissed me off. Uh, dude, Chase Elliott, man. Fuck that guy. Then he can't catch a break. I mean, yeah, I get it. He fences someone every week, but that's still my guy. Chase Elliott should be ashamed of himself, honestly. Uh, yeah, that pissed me off a lot. You know, shout out young Ryan Blaney. That kid, uh, that, that guy deserved it. And I'm not really a big Ryan Blaney fan. Call myself making fun of him a few times in the past. I don't know why. Um, but that was wholesome, especially Clinton the Booth getting emotional. I know you heard that. And then uh, the two celebrations from uh, Newgarden and Blaney up in the stands, uh, that's what I like to see. Uh, that's what makes for a good weekend in motorsports. And uh, now that I think about it, uh, something they said on the broadcast, 
maybe Pug Dodge, I don't know. First time hearing it for me. But Ryan Blaney's sister is dating William Byron. Now, who do you even root for at the end of that race <laughs> if you're someone like that? That's pretty much all I got to say about that. Just watching some NBA now, maybe a little bit of Xfinity. Talk to you later, Chase. Good to hear back from Brady from Mississippi, who was one of our old callers on bringing Winston back. Uh, Brady, thanks so much for calling, man. And, yeah, shout-out to the the Penske power move, right? Newgarden and Blaney both going into the stands after their win. Um, Thought that was really cool. Of course, I'm sure you heard what Kip Richards had to say about the conspiracy. So, you know, uh, or conspiracy. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't be so quick to blame Chase or Denny. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I think everybody knew that uh, Aaron Blaney was, was dating William Byron. And I, I would just say I'd probably, if I was in her shoes, root for both of them. It's probably the best thing to do. But I'm glad to hear back from you, Brady, from Mississippi. Keep calling. Let's go to our next caller. Super NASCAR fan and Buddy Polly. Yo, Super NASCAR fan and Buddy Pulley, we're about to watch fucking cars go fast. Let's go! Xfinity is coming off the curve four. The World 900. Get ready to restart the race. Almost got a clock. Come on, come on, come on. They start off the and here they go. race super nascar fan and buddy polly at the race the world 900 as buddy called it love you guys thanks so much for calling in our next caller is uh i believe a, a new caller i uh, don't know where he's from but the name is dicky bums hi i just wanted to call in and talk about uh, first off my bad my name is dicky bums And I was calling in just to talk about how I just can't believe NASCAR wouldn't use the rain tires yesterday on the speedway. I mean, we've seen what happened when they use a rain tire at a track they ain't raced at in several years. They ain't raced there in many years. I'm talking about over 20 years. And then they come to a track that they race the rain tires at, at Daytona on the Daytona road course, but they ain't going to run no rain tires on a Sunday. And now my wife, she's pissed off because I had to watch the race and I got another rain delay to watch when the Xfinity Series this morning and it ain't even raining it was fogging outside we could have put some rain tires and put some balls back on the drivers i think that's the real problem the drivers ain't got no balls so i just wanted to say i'm not happy my wife ain't happy with me because you know i'm gonna watch the race today i'm watching it right now watching it on 
GarageGuys.tv on the Internet. And I just wanted to say, why ain't we using a rain tires? Thank you. Dickie Bums with the passion for rain tires. I don't know where this dude crawled out of or what hole on the garageguys.tv. That's where he watched NASCAR. He didn't even get the link right. You know, Dickie, if it wasn't one of the more entertaining voicemails that I've received, um, I, w- I, would, I would come find you and make you race in a car with rain tires around Charlotte. It would probably be a shitty race, let's be honest. Any any time that they would race with rain tires, it's probably going to be shitty. Probably not going to be fun. Don't want that. We waited for sun. Sorry your wife was mad. Thanks for calling, Dickie. Never change. Never stop calling. Next up, we got Discord Trevor. Yo, Discord Trevor calling live from Charlotte. Hope y'all are having a great Memorial Day. Wanted y'all to hear the sound of freedom. The freedom was a little low volume, Discord Trevor. We'll try again another time. Super NASCAR Andrew and Buddy Polly definitely got that sound for us. We know what you were trying to do. We appreciate you and your support. We love you, Discord Trevor. Next up, Dr. Piggles calling back. This is Dr. Pickles coming in from Chattanooga, Tennessee once again. Uh, just want to say this was a really great weekend. Had a really good Memorial Day weekend. Spent some time with my friends and family, and uh, we got to watch some really good racing. The Indy 500 was good. Can't say much about F1 because it's whatever. I don't know why they're still racing at uh, Monaco. But let's get on to the good shit here, the Coca-Cola 600. As a full-time, 40 hours a week, certified 401k uh, job, of hating Kyle Larson. This is a good week. This is a strong week. Uh, watching him run out of talent and uh, practically wreck half the field because uh, he was, quote, plowing tight, uh, even though he looked loose, but it's whatever. I'm thriving. I'm eating, you know? And then uh, seeing Bubba drive through the fucking field 400 times because his pit crew and uh, apparently Alex Bowman doesn't know how to enter a pit box uh, was really good, and I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Uh I'm so happy to see Ryan Blaney um, win. It, it honestly uh, brought a little tear to my eye to see him out there. And uh, I, I love Ryan Blaney. I love Bubba. So seeing those guys succeed gives me a lot of happiness. But the even better was watching Kyle Larson fuck up and watching Chase Elliott fuck up. Because let's be honest, <laughs> that's called. You're going to have to park your boy. Because I get it. Bubba took it a little too far because he went out and pushed him, but it was good to see If they don't park him, uh, let's say, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Dr. Piggles passionate i thought i thought he was gonna hang up at least three times fading away from the phone but he just he just turned on the 
Dr. Piggles. Thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Next up, Justin Baker from South Carolina. Hi, I'm Justin Baker. I'm from Donald, South Carolina. I'm going to get some um, information on the Indy 500. I don't agree with the finish because Erickson had that. I'm happy for New Garden, but I don't believe they should have went back. Green flag because they really kind of stole it away from Marcus Erickson. So that's that's my thoughts. And I'm happy for Joseph New Garden winning for Roger Penske, but they stole it away from Erickson. And I think they should have run the Coca-Cola 600 tonight. Thank you. Love your content on Twitter. Thanks. Bye. Appreciate the call, Justin, um, and, and the love for the content. You know, obviously this was a call that came in on Sunday night after the Indy 500. Hopefully Justin got to watch the Coke 600. Um, I'm going to take it that you're either a Marcus Erickson fan or you bet on Marcus Erickson to win. I did not. I bet on Joseph Newgarden, and he won. A lot of people were pissed. Let's be real. A lot of people were upset about how the Indy 500 ended because of the red flags. And then a lot of people didn't understand how Joseph Newgarden was in second. And people were calling it NASCAR and all this other shit. doesn't matter. Race is official. It's over. He won. Hopefully you can move forward and be happy. I know I am. Thanks for calling, Justin. And I appreciate you. Don't stop calling. Good to have an Indy 500 voicemail. I like that. All right, let's go over to Superhero to Five. Haven't heard this name before. Superhero to Five calling. Long-time listener, first-time caller. All I'm wondering is if NASCAR deems that Chase Elliott's left hook was intentional do they sit there and take into consideration that while he was out with a broken leg, that the ratings dropped dramatically? Will they take that in consideration, like I said, if they deem that it was intentional? Will it be worth suspending him in losing ratings? Or will they do a simple fine? Or how will they handle this? Also, in Denny Hamlin's interview, he basically called out his own driver, Bubba Wallace, for doing the same exact thing. However, during that interview, which I know is a heated interview, he mentioned Bubba Wallace's name and then took a long pause after that. Do you think Denny Hamlin took that long pause because he regretted bringing up the past of his own driver thank you guys love you guys you guys are awesome keep up the hard work that's a good voicemail superhero to five thanks for calling long time listener first time caller i love that need more need more calls don't stop man um you know, you definitely had some stuff packed in that that voicemail and i'm happy to answer so aside from kip richards you know conspiracy analysis I'll just say this much. You know, NASCAR, yeah, they did take a dip in ratings when Chase Elliott was out. But what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. There's data to support and prove what happened today. I'm I'm really going to remain unbiased in this. However, I will say that any type of thing that is intentionally done, um, you know, that, that is stated in the rules of NASCAR, 
should not be done and whatever punishment comes from that should come from that. And that's the way I'm going to answer that question. So I don't think that NASCAR really has a choice regardless of how it affects ratings. And even if that would be something that factors into their decision, it would cause a lot of shit. And I'm going to put it that way just to be straightforward. Uh, the other part of your question with Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace, I don't think he regretted mentioning that at all because it was just kind of going with his statement. I think he was just more very flustered in the moment because I know if that would have happened to me, I would have been pretty pissed off too. I mean, it's the it's the Coke 6, dude. I mean, it's the biggest race, man. So no telling what was running through his head. I'm sure we'll all get to hear about that on Actions Detrimental, which is a great podcast. You should check it out, Dirty More Media. Uh, but uh, Superhero to 5, thanks so much for calling, man. I appreciate that voicemail. Hope to hear from you again soon. Uh, let's move on to this next one. I didn't really get the name, but the the transcript on the voicemail said Upper. So we're just calling this guy Upper from Mississippi. Yo, what up? This is Upper down here in Mississippi. Just wondering when the fuck we're going to get Scott McLaughlin in NASCAR. The dude did supercars. He's doing IndyCar. He could catch himself a triple crown, a fucking cool-ass race car if he hits NASCAR. You know, 91's out there. Um, we got a couple other people with open seats for road courses. It's got to happen. It's got to happen sometime soon. He's getting old. Thanks for the call, Upper in Mississippi. Yeah, shout-out to Scotty Mack. It's good to have some uh, some IndyCar talk here on the garage guys report and the voicemail so i love that so uh yeah keep those up don't stop calling i would love to see scotty mack get inside of the 91 with track house or any team for that matter and for more indycar drivers to definitely come to run some nascar races as much as i would love to see some nascar drivers run in indycar i know we're gonna have kyle larson in the indy 500 next year I, I really just want to see more crossover in all of the major series of motorsports, so I'm all for that. Big Scotty Mack guy. We love Scotty Mack over here at Garage Guys. Friend of the show, uh, so I would love to see him hop over into the stock car world. Thanks so much for the call. Let's move now to Jacob Woolley, and then we're going to have one more voicemail. But here's Jacob Woolley from Florida. This is Jacob Woolley from Orlando, Florida. I'm just saying that Coke 600 race, crazy, and Ham the Hamlin cha uh, Chase Elliott stuff, crazy. Uh, Chase definitely turned him though. That watching the replay, he definitely turned him, but he was smart. He didn't admit to it, like every good man should. You do something you're not supposed to, you don't admit it. But Blaney, Personally, with Blaney, I think he took those memes of his sister being in victory lane personally, and he was like, nope, I'm doing it now. And so he got it done, and I'm very proud of him. Crazy. I hope I hope he keeps doing good things. I cannot go 59 races again with him, with him not winning. Jacob, thanks for the call. I'm glad your boy got it done. And, yeah, memes be doing that sometimes. Me memes will definitely – Put that fire on your ass, I guess you could say. I appreciate the call, Jacob. All right, we're going to close out voicemails with uh, one of our uh, champion callers here uh, from the Garage Guys Report so far and from the old show bringing Winston back. It's our very own 
Curtis McDuffie from Alamo, Texas. Yes, hello, Garage God. This is Curtis McDuffie, and I, I am a happy man today. You know why? That so my man, Ryan Blaney, take that checkered flag. Hell, I'm a happy man today. I'll tell you what, I got to see uh, Larson wreck, too. Oh, man. It's a happy day for me. I'm going to be uh, hanging out, drink some Miller Lock, never Bud Lock. And uh, I'm going to get back on my patio, maybe ha- uh, smoke a cigar. Hell, Ron Blaine, never doubt him again. He shut them all up, all them people doubting him. I'm just happy to see you. Uh, take it easy, garage guy. It's Curtis McDuffie. We're going to you. Adam Alamo, Texas, Brian Blaney. We done did it, boy. Have a good one. Out of all these voicemails, I never knew that Curtis McDuffie was a Ryan Blaney fan. The more you know. Thanks so much, Curtis. We appreciate you. And that's all for voicemails on this episode of the Garage Guys Report. Well, guys, that is all the time that I have today for you here on the Garage Guys Report. I want to thank you all for calling and leaving voicemails. Thank you all for going in the Discord, dropping links, telling me what you want to hear. And thank you all mainly for watching. Make sure that you like this video. Leave a comment and subscribe to the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast channel here on YouTube. Every time you do that, it just helps us grow. And tell one person today that doesn't know anything about us, about us. Tell one person that's a NASCAR, IndyCar, or Formula One fan about this show today. Maybe not the Formula One fans, because maybe I can be a little biased sometimes. But hey, that's okay. You know, we, we still love it. It's still a form of racing. I get it. But some big news that I did want to share before we do leave the show is I hope to God that I will be seeing some of your beautiful faces in St. Louis this upcoming weekend for the Enjoy Illinois 300 because the Garage Guys are going to be in town. Me and Dale Tanhart are going to be at the track. We're taking over Worldwide Technology Raceway's social media for the entire weekend. And on Sunday morning... Before the race, you're going to get to see Garage Talk live with A.J. Allmendinger. So if you are going to be at the race, you're in for a big treat. And if you don't have tickets already and you want them, be sure to check the description in this video. There is a link for you to click on to buy your tickets through us for this race. We can't wait. We're super excited. Everyone at Worldwide Technology Raceway is basically like family to us and we love them. Kenny Wallace is going to be there. John Roberts is going to be there. They're going to be doing their pre-race show. It's going to be a sick event and the race is amazing. Cannot wait to see you guys out there if you're going and if you've just decided to go, you know to click the link right there to get your tickets. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Don't forget giveaway Don't forget the giveaway. All you got to do, hashtag MonacoGP, hashtag Indy500, hashtag Coke6. 
our Coke 600, and then put your favorite driver there to be entered for a chance to win this Garage Guys t-shirt that you can buy right now on DailyDownForce.com. Thank you guys so much. This has been a report, and we'll see you next week for more recaps in motorsports because this is the Garage Guys report. Motorsports news for you.